Hey, you're here with Arian Bepfour. I'm the host of Montage Through Cinema. This podcast, we're going to be talking about Ready Player One. Some of us have read the book, some of us hadn't. Some of us like the movie, some of us think it's um, pretty okay. I'm, I'm assuming. I'm, assuming. Uh, I'm here with Crosby Nelson. Hi, uh, I'm Crosby. I'm a video game sound designer. Uh, I am also a big video game and movie nerd, so this was right up my alley for me. So, I'm excited to talk about it. I'm also here with the returning guest, uh, Taylor Hentrup. Hello, it's me, Taylor Hentrup. Good to be back. I'm glad to be back. <laughs> Director, writer, Taylor Hentrup. There I am. Tommy Roan. Yeah, Tommy Roan. I am a programmer, or starting to be one, and I've been waiting for Ready Player One to come out since high school. It was one of my favorite books, so definitely glad to be here. And uh, last but not least... Connor Redman Hibbler. Oh, no, a man that needs no introduction. I'm Connor Redman Hibbler. Nice to meet you all. Uh, no, I'm a, another filmmaker, writer, director. A peer nice. of Taylor and Arian. You're all my peers. <laughs> okay, so starting off the bat, uh, opinions out there. Let's let's go around and say how much we enjoy the movie. Um, I, I'm, I'm assuming that I enjoy the movie the most. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I I think, <laughs> I think the movie was pretty entertaining. I think that the themes were okay. I think the characters were pretty mediocre, actually. Um, the cinematography and the editing were really really good. I thought um, the directing was really good, and the pacing was pretty damn close to like what an action film, action adventure should be. Um, making it like a I don't know. A, a pretty entertaining watch. What do you think, Robin? Uh I agree with some of that. I I liked the book a lot. I'll start off by saying that I don't want to just be the guy who's like, oh, the book is better. Blah, 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 blah. I don't want to be that guy. Uh, there were a lot of things I took issue with from the movie, but I did enjoy it as an overall uh, thing. I remember hearing a lot of people complain about how much CGI was in the movie. But I'm okay with it because mm -hmm. it's supposed to be a virtual reality world. It's supposed to be a video game. So I'm okay with it looking like that. So yeah. um, overall, I would say I enjoyed it. it. It didn't completely blow me out of the water. But uh, it was a good experience. Uh, CGI of um, Ready Player One over under Avatar. Oh, I love it better. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was over. I mean, it fit the story. Over? I, I, I would say... Avatar's aged. It definitely oh, has. Yeah, absolutely has. We'll go, we'll go into that. Also, it, Avatar say. stood out more with the story it was telling. Whereas, like yeah. this one, this one acknowledged this is a video game world, so it, it allowed it had more room for that cartoony look, and it had such a vast, like a spread of different kind of character styles because of the fact that it's a video game. I, I think I, I forgave it more for that. I think I Avatar that. has a thing with color that Ready Player One doesn't do, which is why Avatar is so. Uh, out there with how recognizable it is. Uh, that's, a, that's a very good point because Ready Player One has to pull from so many different sources they can't make one We're watching the Avatar game. trailer right now trying to get a grasp of Currently watching it. Uh, wow. All live action so far. All live, <laughs> all live action. That, they know where their strengths are. On none of this. None uh, the real. There's there's also, there was more f like fun animation. Like I tend to notice and, and praise animation more when it is doing something really cool to me. Mm -hmm. Whereas Avatar was 
the world it was cool. That was very cool. But yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's but they did so many different things in Ready Player One. I liked yeah, it a lot. It's meant to look realistic right. in this, whereas Ready Player One, it's a video game. It still looks yeah. pretty good to me. It looks pretty. Yeah, it yeah. does look pretty good. Yeah, it does. Wow. Well, this was it's just a lot of jungle. Technology. I got tired of jungle. You know, After there like is a there is 20, a staleness that comes to every film that's like CGI. I think I felt I, I think I felt the same way towards the climax of one. a Ready Player One where I felt like an Avatar. I'm like, I kind of feel weird because I'm buying into like, I'm trying to buy into like CGI fighting war. The whole yeah. final fight was just CGI, like, and, and there, just was no, there was no tension. No, okay. On that point, I get that they were getting like it was kind of supposed to be a joke, and you know it was supposed to really show what people are doing in the world. But there's the shot where okay, spoiler alert. Or, oh, uh, spoilers or no spoilers? How, uh, how do you want to do this? We're we're only doing a spoiler podcast. <laughs> okay, <that's laughs> you're you're listening to this if you watch the movie. Okay, well, because there's the part at the end where they're in the 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 truck. And they're going down the street. And you see all these people in headsets and gloves, just like fighting in the street. Yeah, yeah. And I it like looks that. So good. I like that. I mean, too. I like I, it too. Uh, but it cuts back and forth between this epic CGI battle and then these nerds in the street, like flailing mm. around. And I thought it was that was funny. something I had forgotten about. Like, because they set it up at the beginning when he's like yeah. scrolling down the the, the the whatever bank he lives in. And there's of, kind of, of more, more Yeah, bad. and you like see the world. You see these people like. Living vicariously through his game. I was I yeah. was worried they were going to actually do that a lot more than they actually did. The, only, ca- time, the only time they actually did that was maybe once at the beginning when the in the first yeah. shot of the film, uh, Ty Sheridan is going down the stacks. Yeah, with the, you see all the people in their trailers doing their Oasis stuff, which is a cool shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of near the end where there's that final battle you can see everyone in the streets kind of messing around I thought they're going to do a lot more of that I'm like oh god damn I don't want to see that it's going to look really dumb yeah. but you could humanize it uh, they didn't do both which is good they could have humanized it and made it kind of sad I think yeah. it could have been sad it, to me it was like oh it's a joke yeah. yeah. Um, in the beginning, or, at the or even at the I end. think at the end. At the beginning, they they were trying to, but they just they just didn't follow it because it was passing. It was, it was like world, it was nice. world building, yeah. but it, it had a hint exactly. of sadness. They had too much story to go into yeah. already. They didn't. I yeah. think they wanted. I think to focus that's on the things. that's the point of it is that there was a whole side of the story that they. They, they could have gone into it and I think they would have shown more of that which is like the, the kind of society that this is exactly. and what this game has the effect it's had on the society and they didn't go into it. that's one of the things I, I kind of wish they had a little more because I was very fascinated by that I was fascinated by like, the psychology of the people living in this world where the video game is where you live right. but I also not, like about half of the movie I realized okay this is a movie about the game like so mm-hmm. it's going to stay in the game and I was able to get rid of that, that is one of the, the things I really wish about? it had more is this movie yeah. just really about fandom and trying to capture that What's it really about? Uh, I, I don't think it matters, honestly. I think the points of like both the book and the movie, it was just to uh, show it happening. I, I mean, there's a part of that, but it, it's there's a lot more of it in the book than there is in the movie. It's only like one short little scene in the in the movie. Mm-hmm. Where you know Sorrento is like showing what like the Oasis screen could be. It's like we could sell eighty percent of the users' screens and make all this money. Where that like you know basically the mm-hmm. reason they don't want the Sixers to win is because one they're cheating, but two if they take control of the Oasis, which is this these people's that's the cave. You know it's where they live their lives. Uh, it just is become it would just ruin it because it would just become all ad stuff. It would yeah. just become garbage and not what people play it for. I think it was it was about like the integrity of like a 
this creation yeah. this exactly. guy made. And like Honor, what his yeah. what his vision throughout the whole thing was and then how that was being threatened by this yeah. company. Honoring and somebody the, had to withhold that. Or honoring like, the creator and his contest yeah. and his vision. What it exactly. is meant to be. So I'll I'll continue the circle of opinions on it. So I, Taylor Hentrup, I read the book uh, yeah. a long time ago, I think 2013, 2012, if that's a long time ago. Um, six years ago, five years ago. And I, I as well was I was excited for the film to come out when they announced it a long ass time ago because um, I thought, wow, that book, that was a fun Spielberg story. And then Spielberg was slated to direct it. And I'm like, oh, god damn. They, 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 yeah. they, they knew what they wanted to do. Um, the film was okay. Yeah. It, no, it, was, I, it, was, it was okay. Um, there's, there's a lot of issues I can get into it as well. I'll also go into... My experience with the film itself was quite shitty because um, <laughs> the, the crowd I saw it with was... Um, Yelling? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the guy in front of me was doing a bunch of hand signals, and he was alone. What? He had a big leather jacket, and he was a. What was the, What do you mean by hand signals? I'll get into it. I'll okay, get into, I'll get into it. It was it was ridiculous. But yeah, the, the it was a fun movie. It was. I'm gonna be honest though. It was definitely to me. It felt very. I'm not even a massive Spielberg fan, but it was definitely lower on the Spielberg tiers for me in terms of the movies he's done, especially his sci-fi films, because that's what he's. Excelled in to me at least. I agree. I agree with that completely. Like Minority Report, ET. Oh yeah. Absolutely. But no, his best film is uh, Indiana Jones. Oh, Four One. Raiders. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that, that, one, that, That's, was that was also one thing. Like I, I, um, I was, I, I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a good time. I watched it, but but I wouldn't see it again. I'm not that. I'm not that. I'm not that again. Because I'd see it again. It even it even. Like usually, what Spielberg does really well is the sort of like the main character and, and, and develops oh, yeah. that really well, and and that carries the story usually. And that was a big thing I was missing in this. I really didn't. 100%. No, I didn't give a. Means, I didn't care about the main guy. That was something I, I noticed is that there is so much in this book that the character kind of goes through and like develops over time. Like one of the things is like the character is supposed to be like obese. Like he's really, yeah, that was really interesting. Yeah, yeah no, he was supposed to be like an obese, sweaty, like kind of pimply kid. And like three quarters of the way through the book, like he buckles down and gets really fit. Oh, and like you see that transformation. Do his, do his parents so, die in the book? Yes. Is that something? Yes. Yeah, no, yes. his parents are never in the book. It's established that most of the things that happen yeah. in the book. It seemed like that was a bigger thing that they just like no. glossed over. Like, because like, that seems yeah. to be his whole motivation for even like changing his like yeah. what he is fighting for this for. Because at the beginning, it's because he. He loves this game and he wants to, 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 exactly. to win. As far as I know, I don't know much about his backstory because it wasn't so offered in the film. Yeah. But he lost his parents. He like he gave himself to this video game to like, or at least he had the context. Because there was that conversation when they were dancing, or after they were dancing, where she's like, "What do you? What is this to you? Is this just still just a game to you? Because I'm fighting for something." Yeah. In so many words, and then you find out her like motivation is like yeah. her her family was killed, and she's like fighting against this tyrannical company that's trying to get it, and he didn't have that context yet and then when his parents dying I seem like that that should have been a big shift no, for him they weren't his parents no those weren't his parents they weren't his parents it was his aunt and his aunt's oh I didn't pick up on that his aunt's well, his, 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 his parents his had already died figures I yeah. guess yeah so I'll, I'll I'll kind of talk about the difference between the book and the movie that sequence mm-hmm. at least because it's it's very fairly similar yes it's um, in the book too 100% yes. that whole sequence um, that's his reason for leaving yes he doesn't there, that whole party sequence where he meets Artemis um, that doesn't happen until later into the story, um, and it's a completely different context. But a, a similar sequence happens in that sequence as well. But with this in the film, um, 
his aunt and her boyfriend, the guy from The Witch, uh, he <laughs> dies. Um, both of them, they both yes. blow up. And it's the same sequence. And that, that leaves him to find an apartment in the city. And then he gets, he gets like, fitness tech that um, yeah. he, it buffs him up. And I think it also, it, like, it... it Jacks him off no, too. It's like no, really gross. What, what yeah. happens is I'm not that, even kidding. No, what happens is he downloads a fitness software onto his rig that yeah. basically means like he has to do two hours of exercise before he can get into the oasis every day, and mm. that's why he gets so jacked. That, so, that's one. Yeah, because that's one part of the. That's the one because I feel it was a very well paced movie. I, I like it. Always felt like it was going and going and going. That was one part where I think it needed to slow down for a second. Yeah. Like he just lost his home, he lost his yeah. thing. And the he, he, needed to, to slow down. he needed to find like the reason he was gonna he fight with this thing and then find this new group of people. It seemed like his thing blew up and then all of a sudden he was in a van going That's to the That's another like, very key difference to from the movie yeah. to the book is that you know after that sequence he goes back to his van and then gets like kidnapped and you're like, yeah. oh, I, I got him, but it's actually Artemis. Yeah. Where it's so fast, it happens so exactly. fast. Exactly. Whereas in the book, they don't meet in, ter- in person until the very last scene. Like the last really? 10 pages mm-hmm. of the book, they meet in person. Which would have worked much better. I agree completely. Film. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. the, another thing that was huge is that, you know... You need uh, a female was, character. Well, in the to, be, to be marketable. Yeah. One of the things that they touch on in the book a lot is, you know, body yeah, image but. and Artemis's you know, trouble with it. Because, you know, it, mm-hmm. the problem of, you know, Wade loving Artemis, but then only meeting in the Oasis. And her really struggling to deal with that is a much bigger thing in the book. Because it's a, it gets stretched out over several events, and there's a large portion of the book where they don't even talk before they meet back up again. And the, you know, her kind of birthmark is a huge factor of that. She has terrible, you know, body image issues because exactly. of that. And then, you know, in the it's movie, she cool just gets kidnapped, that. and he's like, yeah, "Oh, that's like a cool it. birthmark." <laughs> and she's like, "Really?" And it's like, "Yeah." And then that's it. And I, I know it's just a theme that I wish they would have touched on more yeah. because it is so central to the, the book. These are the things story. that I think work in like a movie that had maybe more characters, and it did have more characters. But the characters get introduced so later mm-hmm. in the film that you're like, why did you not even take the time? Like I can see this happening in like again, like I'm, I'm gonna Indiana Jones. In the end, you just have like you set up. You have a likable character. You you introduce his characteristics when he's like fighting, so you don't have to do it when it's like downtime. And then like you don't really need to know um, the Egyptian guy who like hosts him. Yeah. You, you don't need to know that guy. You just need to know like little quirks he has. But it doesn't work in a movie that does rely on like people that live in a civilization. Yeah. It's very important. Yeah. So I want to kind of go into what Connor said earlier about how Spielberg movies have great lead characters because almost all of them have. A memorable or at least somewhat likable lead character, especially what you just said about Indiana Jones, which is probably the, the most, most iconic, yeah. most, most oh, iconic yeah. openings to a character alone. Mm-hmm. And with this, I'm gonna go out and say, Parzival sucks. Mm-hmm. He yeah. sucks. Yeah. I never had an issue with him in the book because it was, it was just a it was a goofy, fun story. Uh, seeing it on the screen. Are you he, in his in the book? Are you in his head? Is it like yeah. first person? Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. P- POV with him. He, he hears thoughts, get everything. And it's he, I don't know, man. Ty Sheridan is not it's not a, he's not a horrible actor, but he's not very good. I also um, don't like I don't think it was his fault. Completely. No, it's not. It's, sh- it's just yeah. it's the writing. I don't, was, I, don't was, I don't think he I, he didn't fit it to me. I, it didn't work yeah. with me. And the, yeah. and the you needed like a what's the guy who played uh, Marty McFly? Was Michael or Michael Mc, McDonald? Yeah, Michael <laughs> McDonald. <laughs> uh, the guy from Back to the Future. You need someone like that who just oozes and uh, like, they can't and moves around too much. No, I know. But uh, I should have used him like the sixty-year-old. You need Michael J. Fox. <laughs> well, in the, yeah. oh, in yeah. the book, uh, 
Um, what's the author's name again? Uh, Ernest Klein. Ernest Klein, thank you. Uh, he wrote the main character to be basically him. Like, yeah. him as a kid. I think that's essentially what they were trying to do again. But when you do that... Steven Spielberg was doing it, but he's a very yeah. boring person. <laughs> I get it. You know, it seemed like they were trying to... sacrifice, you yeah. know, personality when anyone is supposed to just insert themselves into the story. Yeah, exactly. I think that was the problem with it, was that it was one of these just, like, blank slate characters. That is common in movies, but it's like a different kind of story, where it isn't so... It seems like this story is very centered on should be, and what, what the driving force of it could be is... Centered around this this kid and his love of the Oasis, yeah. and his love of this thing in pop culture, and that's what makes him the perfect hero to solve this thing. But then you put make him a blank slate character, and it's like, well, then what's driving? What, what if the reason why you guys possibly? feel like he's a blank slate character? I'm 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 not I don't I'm thinking about it in my head currently. But what if the reason you felt like this is because actually, um, because his character is like more apparent when he's that blue avatar. And inherently, there is a trouble with characterizing somebody who transforms into another character. You can't put the emotions you have on his face. It's like a fake. You have to put the emotions in some sense. That's not the issue to me. I don't think there was uh, much of a growth. There was literally because his whole speech was him speaking about how much he grew. And I'm like, oh, shut up. (laughs) Shut up. I wish I had seen that happen throughout the film. One of the reasons that this is an issue... Was another problem I had with the movie is that there are so many plot devices that are just handed to him. Mm-hmm. Like in in the book, you know, he has to really like yeah. work to figure these things out. Whereas, you know, in the movie, yeah. the guy's like, "What if we just went backwards, yeah. really, really fast?" Oh. Or the Rubik's cube at the, oh. in the fight scene. She's like, "Why didn't you use that sooner?" It's like, "Yeah, why didn't you?" One and two, you just bought that. You didn't earn that in any way. You you bought that in like a four second little throwaway scene. Like, it's just a plot device. So, it's- yeah, so 100% right. Um, the first, the, the, the journey to the key, I don't want to talk about the book too much because it's, 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 much, it's a much larger of a topic, yes. but um, the, the way that the lead, uh, Parzival, gets the key in, this, in the film is really silly. Cause he, the which was the first one? The yeah. first one. So, in, so in the film, yes. there's, a whole, there's a race scene where they got to go through the city. It's a really cool sequence. And like King Kong and a bunch of other uh, things are just thrown at him, and it's impossible to get past King Kong. So his way of like, oh, maybe I can just go backwards. So he drives backwards with the DeLorean and just goes, does the whole uh, track, but underneath the ground, he can see everything from above. And I thought that was just he just figured out the next step to the race, but no, that was the key to winning the race. Mm-hmm. I was like. No one's ever done that before. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah, well, I, I think I think that comes into a little bit. It, um, is that you? If you did go back as fast as he did, you would smash your car and kill and yourself. And you die. Mm-hmm. You'd lose and, and nobody's more valuable. There is a little yeah. bit more. Like it's not just yeah. going backwards. It's going backwards at full speed, which I still think somebody would have tried. I yeah, I'm pretty suicidal. I, some crazy. <laughs> no, no, no. Some some person dies on whatever planet the the um, orc was on, and then yeah. oh yeah, okay, now that I died there. Yeah, I but maybe you need money. You need to accrue money to be in the race anyway. So maybe that's why someone. Well, another issue I family. had is that he does that. It's like, okay, how does nobody see him do that? Like after <laughs> yeah, that, only the yeah. main five characters. You, you look in like, your windshield and you're like, oh, what the hell? You just turned yeah, back exactly. as well. Yeah. How does nobody on earth figure that? Like, see, none of those five people yeah. do that. Once someone's done it, how are they not hyper aware of that? I I think they I wanted. Understand. I think they wanted that race sequence. They just. They just didn't. They didn't really. It's not a 
bad thing to the film. It's just a little ridiculous. They just wanted to put more references in the movie. I also know I I do all the the one the thing I can see with the backwards thing. I did like at least the, the effort they were trying to tie it in with kind of the theme and how each of these keys. People think the keys are like being the best at the game, but the key yeah. is really just understanding the game the best. That's how you get these keys and understanding what the mission of the game was. And, and it, it, he learns that information through watching the archives, right? It's and it's like, I wish we could go backwards. Yeah. I wish we could go back to yeah. where this all started, where it was just like we were making something for fun. It wasn't a business it's anymore. It's cheesy and hokey. I get, it is a little bit. Yeah. I can forget. Ah, but it's doing That's the it's part that I like. I like that that thought is yeah. behind it. And I like that they try to maintain that for all the keys, at least somewhat. Uh, I thought that was. I will defend it on that note. I do think, yes, somebody probably would have tried going back, but somebody would have seen it, yes. But I like the, the symbol behind it. Yeah. Really, now that we're talking about like the whole museum thing, another really lazy plot device is the quarter that you get. Fr- he gets from the mm-hmm. curator. Because mm-hmm. in... I hate to keep bringing it back to the book, but it's the only way I can make my point. He plays Pac-Man. It, yeah, exactly. He plays Pac-Man, and he has to get like a perfect game of Pac-Man. He just comes across this by accident. It's, he's in a museum. He's on a lead that he thinks is going to get him to the next key that no one's really thought of, and he realizes it's completely wrong. But he stumbles across a pizza joint that he recognizes as the one that's in Halliday's hometown. He's like, why the oh, hell is this here? So he goes inside, and there's a Pac-Man machine with James Halliday's score on the leaderboard, and it's like 10 points or 100 points short of a perfect game. And so basically there's a little corner, that, like a quarter that's stuck in the corner of the machine, and he's trying to pull it out, and he can't. So he realizes, you know, I have to, I don't know what's going to happen, but yeah. I, maybe if I get a perfect game of Pac-Man, I'll get the key. So he beats Pac-Man, he plays it perfectly, and then the quarter just pops out. And he's like, I, oh. this, make, this makes no sense I, to me. And you don't understand it either. He's not just... I lost a bet. Here you go, pal. It's still Wait, a little bit yeah. of like you know, it's it's still like it's I don't know. It's not he earns it, but he, he it. doesn't yeah. really like he earns it because he, he doesn't believe he had he knew a little tidbit about and it. He it was also the fact that it was the other creator that gave it to him. I exactly. think he saw that, it in him yeah. that he was how did genuine. you how did you two non-book readers feel about that? Because I because I didn't have too much of a gripe with that. Yeah. Even though I read the book, I can understand not really caring the, if you haven't read the book. The MacGuff, not the MacGuffin, the Deus Ex Machina. Exactly. That's what it was. Yeah, the, the, the other thing I is, liked it. I didn't understand it right away. I thought, I was like, why is he alive? And then I understood that it was because of the coin. Yeah. The other thing is that, that that quarter wasn't essential to winning, really. It was because of the circumstances that happened. But it wasn't like that was... He could have died any other time and helped him. Yeah, that's the thing. Is yeah. he, had, he had this quarter... From, I, I didn't mind it that much because and then, and then you later on learn that it's the other creator you gave him this little boost it wasn't this didn't guarantee him winning this, this wasn't one of the keys even it was just like because of the situation that happened and because he happened to be have this extra attention and the butler saw that and gave him a thing he was able to because of the extra effort he put in that the, uh, the company hadn't been putting in they've been treating it like a like a like a factory he put in this little little detail being one guy just looking up this stuff up got an extra life that happened in the right circumstances to be able to save him. I didn't see it as too much of a... That is a fair problem. point. I hadn't like, thought about it like that. I didn't like, like this. I, that, I, I was saying, I was talking to you, Arian, yeah. earlier about this, like how I think I probably would have enjoyed the movie a lot more if I hadn't read, read the book, book yeah. because the book goes so much, so much deeper and then just to see it kind of cut and smash together and change to fit certain things, it, I think, made it less enjoyable for mm-hmm. me. But I, okay, I want to bring up another random kind of question... How did you? What did you think about T.J. Miller? Ah, I liked him. 
I also just love I love TJ Miller. I don't know. Like, I thought that was a good character for him. He was a good, he was a good liked... voice, and I think I think the character was really a good villain too. Okay, fuck that. Yeah. Okay. He was a purely like purely a threat. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he got arrested. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care about that. Did he? Um, yeah. yeah no, he was drunk on a train and he got in a, an argument with a woman and he got really mad, so he called in a bomb threat and said she was the person who had the bomb. That's and then they arrested him. That's pretty funny. Because he called in a false bomb. It's because he was in the emoji movie. And he, yeah, but and he, he was super drunk. <laughs> I think um, I heard he's a little bit of a he's, he's, oh, yeah. he's He was okay yeah, um, I hated him in the movie Because everyone in the theater Cracked their, Cracked up oh, And every little thing no, I'm not, That's okay is he, is he in the book? Feel free to No uh, Yeah he is, the character, Wait, is That he? character He's IROC Is TJ Miller in the book? No. <laughs> yeah TJ uh, yeah, Miller In the book IROC is the character That like wraps them out Basically tells everyone That uh, oh, like right. First he's on Ludus He was like the oh, dick right. In their chat room Exactly like, Oh we hate this guy Get him out of here yeah, right, I think right, right. I actually do think he was a good presence because he was really deadly whenever he was in the actual screen. Yeah, like, he did bring that, and it was in a cop out. It was like it felt like he almost did kill those guys. Um, and I also actually one good thing. I think the other villain's great. I, I forgot his name. The guy who runs that. No, yeah. Sorrento. Uh, is that his name from the? Could you? Yeah. Can you open No one. I thought Nolan was a really good villain. I think that he gave they were gave him enough time where you could like uh what's it called when you can like fill in the gaps. You could fill in the gaps mm-hmm. of like his backstory and why he ha- he did what he wanted to do. Yeah. And um I did hear from some people that they didn't like that. I think both the villains in the movie were pretty they, good. They, they, I, they, I did good. They did them good. I, yeah, I, I, I didn't have any issues with them. See, I was I was on board with uh Nolan up until like the very Last moment where he has the gun, and I'm like, oh, oh well, we'll, that's, we'll look into that. That's that's, that's, what, that's when I thought the movie was all right. I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck I, that. Did, <laughs> I did wish um, there was a, a better reason why he had the gun. Like, uh, like maybe he was like really being driven crazy. Maybe, uh, like a, maybe like a scene with the board members again, where they're like, the only scene I have with the board members, it seems like he's like they're his bitch. Yeah, you know, and it didn't seem yeah. like they're on his neck. It seemed like he they're his bitch, and he's like lying to them enough, yeah. um, which still like, does add character, I think. Um, I like I I know you guys are uh, you have opinions about this movie. I want to get to something positive. <laughs> no yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, and the and the best scene in the movie is definitely the homage. The fifteen like is it like fifteen minutes? Or oh, it's like ten so. minutes. The ten minute homage to yeah. The Shining. Yeah. Yeah. So I a lot of people thought it was a, a disgusting spit on the grave of Kubrick. I, I thought it was fun. what. Uh, I didn't have an issue with it because you, Ari, you were telling me you weren't telling me what it was. Yeah. I, I don't know how, but I knew it was Kubrick. Uh, Captain Two. He did. He did get two thousand one. Is it two thousand one? I guess got to be two thousand one. No, because it's, it's, it's Spielberg. He said two thousand one, and then you were like, "No, it has to be." That's all right. You're fine. But yeah, and so <laughs> Kubrick, Kubrick's ghost just walked in, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, it was a cleaning lady just walked. It was it was a it was a fun sequence. Um, I was de- that's when I it was fun. It was fun. That it was, was fun. It wasn't trying to be serious. It wasn't like when the so when the old woman comes in. It wasn't like oh they're taking it really seriously. No, they switched. I yeah, also was, also the character that was in it was a, this like it was this awesome juxtaposition of this really intense kind of like. Thriller horror movie, and then you have this like bumbling like guy yeah. who hasn't seen the movie such who's a, getting so scared by it. Yeah. I thought it was great. Such a great, so such a great directing choice to change the POV to the ogre who doesn't know the movie. Yeah, you, yeah. they yeah. set up. That's what I'm talking about. Where there is like very good elements in the movie where they they one they set up that he hasn't seen the movie really quickly in in that scene. Then they set up that he is scared of things. Then they set up his POV and it slowly creeps in on you, and you're like, why? Are you, and it, the way it does it, you don't like forget about the main character. You want to be with the ogre. 
which is a lot of complaints I see in other and, people's movies. Yeah. Was it, wasn't it that the, the ogre also was the one who found the, the, the picture, yeah. right? That, 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 that <laughs> yeah. helped him solve yes. it. And I think uh, thematically, I think that ties in actually. Like, uh, you, uh, so that it isn't just a scene that's like, oh, uh, we love The Shining, let's show The Shining. I think it actually had, it, it fed into the gr- bigger narrative of somebody truly experienced, this was him experiencing this movie for the first yeah. time, right? So, this was him actually like being yes. in it, being in the moment, not in, and that was what led to them finding the key. It wasn't. It wasn't scrutiny and, and yeah. like all the other characters who were like knew all the references and were like trying to figure out what the what the puzzle was. It was somebody living the movie and like living the thing. And on that's top, what the whole yeah. that's the whole point of this creator it was like saying he wants people to embrace what the creation. Is. No, yeah. yeah. No. On top of that, like I love the the various scenes like oh, where they cut to. Um, all the Sixers going through the 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 yes. shining, yeah. and it's yeah. just an overhead shot. Yeah. Everyone freaking out and running away <laughs> and just screaming in so, terror. So that was like, a really good use of that. That comes back again a lot, and I, I think it, yeah. it did work almost every time. I think, we, which is weird because a, a gag used that many times, I think it wouldn't have worked. It did though. Um, I, I I think it worked. The the Chucky thing, I think it, even that worked. That was that funny. might that was, that was like a five seconds. It's thing. fucking mm-hmm. Chucky. Yeah. That, so I think so H. I would say is my favorite character in the film, the big ogre character, the one that turns oh, really? out to be um, a stereotypical dyke. Yeah, the the uh <laughs> the, the the big black girl in the yeah. book. Um, so I think that was my favorite character. Why? Um, most, I, I think she was very likable. I think in the book, you I don't know who it was. I thought she was like what people think of like lesbians, <laughs> right? And then the the thing is, on top of that, she's an o- 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 orc or ogre. Who and then turns out to be a, a black lesbian. I, I thought that was kind of weird. I, I I I agree, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna Spielberg uh, Spielberg here. I think. Yeah. Well, I wasn't th- expecting too much from the character that was already established in the book. Is that exact character? Like, exactly. All right, we're gonna get that. They did go into why she is a male character in the book. Yeah. They explain why she yeah. decided. And, and you can that. again, you can fill in the blanks. I think in that situation, and, character. And in this, it's, it's 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 like just a big orc. It's not even a human pretending to be like a male character. It's just a big orc character. Uh, and yeah, it's I mean, like, it's like, in a, me- a metal bottom portion. I think H was the most fun to me, even though the the ooh, oh, the shining, it was scary. That was a little too much for me, but um, I bought it. And the whole sequence, um, they go into room two two thirty seven. And I'm like, oh, are they really going to do that? And they actually have the same footage of the the old so woman. The, the way they did it was actually the old footage. It was, yeah, it wasn't it was, like they filmed it again. Hundred yeah. percent. It was the old footage. And I was like, oh wow, they did it. Good job. And then you see um, the Jack Torrance feet come up. I'm like, oh, yeah. are they going to do it? They don't show. <laughs> they don't show Jack Nicholson. He probably said no, uh, or it was too much money or whatever. If they did something like that, then I would like the movie. <laughs> But um, I, I wasn't expecting them to do that because I'm like, that's that's a lot of money there. Or maybe something else is going maybe on, contract issue, or yeah, maybe they didn't want to. But um, that was a bit of a that was a bit of a less thing that I didn't expect them to pull that off. I as didn't. Well. I didn't. I think the worst CGI in the whole movie was the real girl dancing while the, she's dancing with the zombies or whatever. Um, and it was like a real in the person, same sequence. In a real yeah, person yeah. dancing. Yeah, that was actually like. Don't do that. I don't know how they could not do that, but like the idea was kind of cool. I like the I love the the thing is I love like um, haunted house like haunted mansion. That's what it was like, like, things, like, like Disney's haunted mansion. And it felt like that. I loved watching it, um, but it did just really stand out to me how bad the CGI was. There was like no tension in it because of that. That fact. so with that, how do you all feel about the CGI in general? 
Well, I thought it was really good. I I agree. Um, so, fit. Yeah. So a lot of people are complaining about the CGI in the film, it being too much CGI. Mm-hmm. And I was a little confused. Well, so why are you so I think that's a bit ridiculous. It's, it's a, a video, video game, game movie. movie. Exactly. Yeah. It's exactly. Uh, can you imagine? Like, can you imagine? It's like a two and a half hour movie. Can you imagine how much work had to go into the CGI oh, for yeah. that movie? That's incredible. Just the battle scene alone at the end must have took it. I can't imagine how many people, how many artists, yeah. how much time that took to make. Yeah, so, like, it worked. I, I really did think of, because because it, it from the beginning it it, it it it's laid it out like this is going to be CGI heavy because yeah. the third scene you're in the you're in the thing and you see the scale of it and it takes you through you go zooming through yeah. all the different. Things and that was that was it setting up like this is the scale of this universe. This is all going to be. There's going to you expect all this different stuff, and I think it did that well enough to where like I I then watching it subconsciously like I expected to see all this different CGI because it, it, it showed it to me at the beginning. Funny enough, the cinematographer of the film is actually a Columbia grad from 1980, whatever. <laughs> Some old man, and he posted or there's an article about him that I've seen. Uh, Go in the rounds about how he has issue as a cinematographer uh, shooting films lately, uh, bigger films lately at least, because um, he said 60% of the film that he made, Ready Player One, is not his film. And um, mm-hmm. which makes sense. How, what, what is his role? I wonder what 60% of the movie yeah. is not shot yeah exactly film cameras what is well what do you what if buddy hold on a second what do you <laughs> of course of course not film is not dead it's only it's only like I guess soiled if you're gonna have oh. a stick up your ass um, it's the movies are yeah. CGI heavy but film. even like cinematography the, the focus of it shouldn't be the equipment of it. Oh. and like what it is shot it should be the shot like you're you are the yes. director of yes. the shot what is the shot now if the shot is CGI it's CGI it's still a shot it's still mm-hmm. An you're angle. seeing it through the screen what yeah. what is the composition that's that I wonder what the process was like for that, though. Because maybe... Wait, was it Janusz Kaminski? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what his process was like working with the... Did it go into that article? I'm I, I didn't read it. I, I looked at it and I laughed a little bit. And <laughs> and I, went I, I don't know who it was who was making the joke, but they were like, oh, I just imagine Janusz Kaminski going, oh, oh, I had to sit down for so long. This is too long of time. That's, That's exactly what a power like, How do I like King Kong on a, on a highway? <laughs> I, so I... What... The live action stuff that was filmed, however, um, I wasn't incredibly impressed. Um, it was fine. Okay, but there's that one sequence where uh, I believe it was. I think there was um, in the behind the scenes. You can actually watch it happen where when the, the aunt dies, the actual um, scaffolding falls. falls. Oh. That is practical. The CGI is when it falls like right in front of him. But that's when really? I. I don't know if you guys noticed it. Uh, I did know it going into the movie, but when when. The way they composited him in the scene, I was like, "Holy shit, this thing's gonna mm. fall in the sky right now!" Mm. I thought that was all CGI. Yeah, like, it, 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 it part of it looks because I, I noticed when it was like falling. I knew obviously there was something right, going right on. Right here, he it, right here, it turned into CGI. Okay, right there, it turned into CGI, and that's what disappointed me. But when it's coming down, that was real. Yeah, that was okay. a real set they built. Is it like a miniature? Yeah, no, 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 not a miniature. Really? No, that was a. That's scary. there's a lot of good oh. seamless CGI in the oh. film because I'm not. I, there's like a video where. Oh, is when, there? Is there when he when it goes into his eye and it looks so stupid? So when, so stupid. when so in the trailer, <laughs> there's that shot that everyone's seeing when he first put when he first yeah. So what they do is like when his hand moves over his uh, his face, it, it kind of it, it masks into CGI. So they oh, CGI okay. his face and like, oh, clever guys. 
Um, but that's, I guess, that's, I guess that's, that's their job as VFX artists. And seeing that this film has a lot of um, references and everything, I'm curious to what, how much impact Spielberg had on saying yes and no to the things that were referenced in the film. Because I really doubt Spielberg knows about well, Starcraft or, or Halo. Yeah. Or Halo. Well, he knows Halo, but I, it's he wanted I, to do Halo. Yeah, movie, but really? I'm yeah. not. But I'm. I was questioning as the film was going on, or even before it came out. I'm like, how much of this is him, or is it just? The I, bet it was, I bet it was. Like, I bet it was a table of people yeah. like the, the oh, yeah, like those people had. Oh, when they oh were we gotta to get Overwatch. We gotta get Battletoads. <laughs> okay, that was another problem I had. Is that there were several shots in that movie where I was like, that was only to get budget for the film. Like in that initial <laughs> shot you were talking about earlier, where you know. He's like, get. He comes out of this trailer. He's like hopping down, whatever. You see a drone fly like a Pizza Hut box, and it stays on the Pizza Hut logo for like seven seconds. I, that's I, a, I, that's I, every big film. I'm not even joking. joking. For like, some reason, I like that so much in this movie more because <laughs> because it's Domino's in the future, and I was like, that's so funny because that that's gonna happen. That's what I would the happen. thing is, the thing is, it's, it, it wasn't it wasn't Brad Pitt. Saving the world by getting the, <laughs> like by getting the zombie like by getting the zombie cure and then stopping to get Pepsi, <laughs> drinking all of the Pepsi, going uh, uh, it rolls the can right and then using <laughs> the Pepsi to kill using all the, the pe- and then using the Pepsi to finish the cure for the zombie virus. No. But um, that's the the thing is that is what sold me in the world weirdly. But I do. I'm not. I'm not crazy. Of course, I know that's like people getting budgeting. Yeah. But I'm saying that like in this case, it did add to the yeah. work. Whereas some scenarios, yeah. it doesn't. If there's a way you can do it, where it at least is adding something to the story in addition to <laughs> paying for, like like that, that is something. How would you deliver pizzas? Oh, I didn't think. Yeah, yeah. drones will do it. That makes I mean, sense. I, I get it, but I, like, I wasn't a fan of it being in the Blatant. literal first Blatant. shot yeah, of the okay. film. I, I can like that. that. It just, to me, set a precedent that kind of scared me for the rest of the film. <laughs> like, I thought I was like, am I about to watch a two and a half hour commercial? Did I didn't feel like I was. Did this movie make you um, get less hyped about the Iron Giant? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I, I, I love the Iron Giant. The longer the Iron Giant was on the film, the more I was like, I actually don't am no longer interested. It made me, it made me like... They didn't they take something about the look of the Iron Giant. I'm a huge fan of the Iron, Iron Giant. They it's don't make the Iron Giant go crazy mode. It's just the Iron Giant. Yeah. Also, as a fan they, of Iron Giant, I remember how scary it was when he does go nuclear bomb mode. It was, and I was like, he's going to kill everybody. <laughs> Mechagodzilla, yeah. who cares? And then, yeah. like, and oh my god, the He's whole so point of Iron Man, not Iron Man, but <laughs> <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Uh, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. fights Mike Gatso, my favorite you. part of the movie. <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah. What do you think of Iron Giants Giant is... Like an anti-war movie, and he's like <laughs> fighting Godzilla. Put it That's in his war. main principle. Yeah. Like, if Iron Giant could say one thing, he said, "No, well, didn't do anything. no fight." No, 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 no. I go. Hey, here's, here's, here's when the movie was doing so good, though. And the Iron Giant makes a bridge, and he falls to lava, and does the Terminator reference. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That was it's, it's just doing it in a very. I mean, I don't know how how you gauge intelligence, but in a smart way to me. That like okay, this leads into this. Throw a reference in there. Same feeling. I mean, it's just a. Yeah. I think it's a very. Uh, maybe, that, if anything, yeah. efficient. That was a yeah. quick thing. It didn't like. It didn't interrupt the story at any at, at all. It was yeah. in there for like two seconds. And it was, it was like, in oh, character with age. The, the one thing yeah. though is when story when when movies do references like that, and this is obviously a huge example of that. That was kind of a crux of the whole story is this this reference and nostalgia and all that. I think the most effective way to do that is when it. 
when that reference also has like a thread to what's going on there, it's somewhat it's like a parallel, and like the reference is doing is a parallel to what the original thing was doing. And I'm trying to think of examples of that in this film because like that that Terminator thing, I it was hilarious to me. It was really funny. But but I think ah, I'm trying well, to. Well, what think. about the, the way Easter eggs? Because a lot of people, I've t- a lot of people, I've talked to have had problems with just like how much reference it is. And initially, they're like turned off by that. And I I can get that on some level because if you're just constantly just like just like th- be like winking at the audience, like hey, I know this thing that really doesn't apply to the situation that's happening on the screen right then. Yeah. It's just like they, there was lava there, and so he happened. He did the thing. Okay. Oh, he did the thing. I can also get how people are frustrated with that. I didn't care. If, I enjoyed it. That's yeah, making I can break it for people. I, yeah. I thought it was fun as well, but if you're if you don't want to get referenced a lot, this is not. The don't movie watch the movie. It yeah. is not. The yeah, movie. it's 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 I it's not it's not your fault or anyone's fault whether or not you prefer the film with or without references, but. The film was built off. I of that. will say though, be, because they're they're I found an example that that final that final thing where the game, the the reference it's making of it being the first Easter egg game ties in with the story and like it's, I think that's a, another level of referencing that it could have used more of, and I think that's why some people are upset with that, because yeah. I can understand that frustration because, what's the if this. Where's the line of when, like, a reference? It just becomes like mm-hmm. a circle jerk of like, oh, oh, oh I, okay. If I can make every single second, every line a reference, well then, well then, what's the point? If whereas you can make strong references that that tie in with the story. So you're saying because of that fact, and I'm sorry, because of that point, um, that's why this movie has like, uh, it was I'm not reserves itself. Picks and chooses really well, or I think it did. A b- yeah. Considering what I almost expected seeing the trailer and, and once I looked into what the story was, I did expect it to be like just a bunch of nonsense. And like the story was happening and then separately there was this upside thing of just like a bunch of references happening. This movie at least it did on big on big levels tie in the references it was making with the story. It was it was like the, the fact that they were referencing the Iron Giant, but also the fact that they were using the Iron Giant was the reason they were able to get somewhere. And like it, by yeah. using that reference it, it, it now, where I think it fell short was that it missed the point of the movie Iron Giant, for that example. Yeah. It's like where, if it had been able to tie in that, that original meaning behind that film, I think that would have been amazing. Yeah. And then it, then it would cease to be just like a nostalgic reference. It's like a, it's like a great reference, which there were some, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. But um, I personally, I did not mind. It was not... Annoying to me, the references at any point. Like, okay. I thought it was. I thought it was. Remind how does he? How does he get the J key? What is the J key challenge in the movie again? What's the, the first J-key? one? The, the J key. The second challenge in the movie. Uh, that's the shine. dances. No, he that's plays. He plays yeah. war games in the book. In the book, yeah, he plays oh. war games. Okay, yeah. so at least they changed it. To at least the two out of three games? that. Yeah, war yeah, games. The movie. Do you oh, think oh, but he plays the actual war game. Do you think he actually has to play out the entire film? Oh, cool, like, cool. As Matthew Brooks. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's that's the thing that like I'm okay with it. At least in the movie, I think it did justice for the most part, with the exception of the first challenge. Was that you know each movie had to be based, each challenge had to be based on some sort of knowledge about holiday and also some sort of knowledge mm-hmm. about just pop culture in general. The first one was just kind of like it was that it, it was what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it, like at least the second was the last one like, the same. Was the last one the same? Because yeah. uh, I like I like that too. Because yeah, that well, that made sense. It was it was the first person who put their name in again. Yeah, and it's no. like this is him trying to to. Yeah, this is his way of doing that. The the, the modern scale that up to now a giant yeah. thing. It's him putting like pieces of yes. his soul and his philosophies into a game. 
so that only people who fully understand what he understood making it and what he wanted yeah. making it are able to pass these tests. Well, that's I another that thing that's good uh, important to, to the story in, in the book is like one we were talking about how like how there's like not a lot of like intro to him, but like in the book, the, the first almost like hundred pages is just backstory talking about him, his life. Like he goes the to school. How no, no uh, the character oh, the Wade, okay. Wade Watts and how oh, uh, the first key is uh, is based on a planet called Ludus, which is that like the, the you know the educational planet where all the schools are. So he's enrolled mm-hmm. in school. Mm-hmm. And he basically figures out that the first key is on Ludus because Halliday wanted a student to find it. It was okay. like the last place anybody would think to hide a key because everyone was going to like Planet Doom and all these whole, like extremely dangerous places because they were sure it was going to be hidden under some rock or somewhere like extremely hard to get. But what ended up happening is like you have he found like a, a part of the map that was like different because the schools were just copy and paste it all over the planet except for this one hill so he finds the hill and he has to play a game of joust against oh. like <laughs> like the lich king or yeah something. from, from, uh, dungeons, from dungeons, and dungeons and dragons he has to be you have to beat a dungeons and dragons campaign get to the end of the campaign and then beat uh the lich king in joust mm-hmm. which i thought was like super cool like even not like as like a fan of D and D, it was just like that's cool like cool crossover. So, yeah, 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 like there were so many references. Like even if I didn't get him, it was like it's so obscure that like I love how in depth he went. Yeah. into mm-hmm. it. Like yeah. I love what I, I got a question. What is is that whole ending sequence? The way like the last test is him denying that he wants to take that's on. That's not the book. That's not because that really rubbed me the wrong way. I didn't because it, I didn't I didn't get it. Like because the the test was him denying that he wants it. And then he still gets the egg or whatever. Well, it seems like completely nullified where every other one like kind of had this thing where it was it was a test of character and a test of what you stand for. Where the last one kind of was that, but then he still just got it at the end. So like, no. if anybody just came in and said, "Oh no, I don't," I want okay it. If they had, he still could have taken over the whole thing. I guess had, that's the yeah. If they presented the piece uh, of knowledge that he had used earlier in the story or made that relevant in any way, that would have made sense. But it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, I shouldn't sign this because of this random fact that's coming up right now. And then he gets it. Like, Why that's there is because they need Willy Wonka stuff like they marketed the movie with. So they have the last test. Being that's the right. Test that was the song. Wow. Wow. So oh, that's, that's why they did that. Okay. 100%. That would have been cool if it happened in the same office. I didn't even catch really that. Really See, that would have been a good one. Why happened in Elevator? That would have been... The trailer is the song. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't even catch that. I... Sure. Oh, that that's what, that's a very clever observation. Yes. That's a good point. So mm-hmm. that made so, me like. I get that, yeah. But then, 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 I don't know. I don't know. It it's still, work. it's still like something about that setup. That whole was a little weird because it's like a. That whole sequence I thought was kind of heartwarming a little bit because I think I, I liked thought, after that after that heartwarming. Talking, I thought it was so. It was played. I don't know if it was. Um, Completely purposeful how his literal self was played. Yeah, that was I liked the sequence after it. It was just that part where he is in the Tower of Money. Well, yeah. that was teaching him to do the um, to split it with the, the people. It was, it was is that like, where he made that decision? Was, I forget. So I kind of want to. I don't. I don't know what you want to touch on, but I want to talk about like the political things, like because I'm, I'm also taking a political class. Uh, the ending seemed like it was a little bit about. It, it seemed like it was. Um, Anti-socialist, socialist. Like he didn't want to give it to what's it called the the, the group of sixers. The sixers. Uh, yeah. I O I. I O I. 
because he didn't want them to run Oasis, but him and five people could run Oasis, which is kind of like a, a medium between capitalism and like social. So he, I think they're uh, both uh, dumb assholes because they shut down the, the whole Oasis on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay, so this and, is actually another thing. This is another. And I was about. really um, that happens in the book as well. But I was. Yeah, I, I think so. It may. It may. I, I may be it wrong. sounded familiar to me when it happened. I'm not sure. I don't remember. I mean, it's I think I'm most. I read this book right. maybe like like a month and a half ago, and I don't remember that. All right, so I'm talking out of my ass, stuff. but um, <laughs> I feel like it could have. So they shut it down yeah. Tuesday and Thursday. Uh-huh. Uh, Parzival and Artemis, the two the two characters, they win. They're together, and like, oh, we're gonna shut it down every Tuesdays and Thursday. I hated that because the rest of the world is in shambles, uh-huh. and they shut the whole oasis down for people who may probably need to do that. What do they have? They, a lot of people work in the oasis. So yeah, yeah. yeah but they, had, they didn't set that up though in this movie. They didn't set up that, that it is so much crucial to yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Like, they set it up that's as a true. game, and it was a game yes. throughout this whole film. Yeah. And I think that's why, that didn't, because I didn't know this thing, I didn't know they go to school here, I didn't know they, they did work, because I wasn't in they, the film. They don't they do didn't that. set that in up. The, in the book, I don't, I'm sorry, in the book they do do that, I think in the movie they, they don't show it because it's actually not what happens. In the book, they in, in the book the way it's just they go to school, they yeah. get groceries, they do yeah. all that stuff. But in the universe of the because, film, that yeah, isn't that's the not, way it that's is. not even it. So that's not, why it yeah. didn't stand out to me. Like he shuts it down. I thought that was a good medium ground but, to setting up to start to kind of weaning the world off. Of it, it is interesting. Like, what if, people back in the real yeah. life? Yeah. What if their point is? Um, I did like that actually. What if their mm-hmm. point is? I think the whole film's kind of about like how you look at nostalgia. A little bit. And that's kind of what I think. Is. That my I actually liked the message of the film, mm-hmm. which I found to be. Uh, like you know, take advantage of real life. Take advantage of yeah, the best, I mean, best part yeah. of life. Which I think the book is you know it's not as much about the story. I think, uh, but that was it was more anti, uh, you know, escapism, uh, which is kind of the, of the same thing. Would really? you guys agree? Anti-escapism? Uh, not really. Because, like, like they're, when they're, what I was talking about earlier about like how he gets jacked, he literally gets in his apartment, blacks out the windows, gets all his food and everything delivered to him and says, like, I'm not leaving this apartment until I've won. Yeah. And he only leaves out of sheer, like, necessity. Like, he doesn't... He gets... I think, like, the IOI breaks into his apartment. Yeah. And so he leaves because people force him out. Exactly. Because he is kidnapped. And he has to basically <laughs> incorporate, that, incorporate that into a plan. <laughs> But he leaves because he is forcibly taken, not out of his own will. Yeah. The book seems more and more interesting the more I hear about it. I would recommend reading it, because I mean, well, like, listen, it, it is different enough. In the book, he gets taken on purpose, doesn't he? But, but back to the politics. Actually, he does. That's a very yeah, good point. The politics. The, the pol- anyway. I'm, I'm, I've been joking. After I, after I came out of the movie, I thought I was like, very socialist. But it, it, the, I think it actually is supporting um, the way we run our uh, government in America. The more, I, the more I've been like talking to people about oh, it. Bravo, Spielberg. Bravo. It, wow. seems like, <laughs> it seems like Spielberg made, made up a move. It kind of seems like he turned it in a way where maybe... Maybe he even believes in a, 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 a more of a republic government, actually, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. Um, I've just learned all these terms. I have been able to. Spielberg. Who is the Spielberg? I have been terms. able to take these ter- terms <laughs> and really think about this movie because the whole time I was like, I, you know, I have to do a project on like socialism versus capitalism. I was thinking about the whole time, but the more I was like, I'm not crazy. It's not because I just you know happened. It's a coincidence. It is a coincidence. But I'm not crazy. Oh no, it was pretty this strongly is a, is a political. political movie. At the back, for the last ten minutes, yeah. that's the thing. No, it, it wasn't. It wasn't for a lot of. Or at least that wasn't at the forefront. No, yeah. And then, it, like the last like five minutes, 
all of a sudden, because of the situation, they are now in charge of this whole thing. But he was making like these like statements five, as if they were like like saying like this is the way life should be. It seemed five people who like, delegate for the yeah. most. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And that's which, that's always turns out well, especially now. One of which is an eleven year old boy, by the way. Uh, I also think all the side characters in in the lesbian woman was all like kind of racist. Uh, I thought yeah. the way that they had Daito and Shoto, the two Japanese characters, was, was really lame because yes. they just kind of show up and I'm like, oh. Yeah, I wanted, like, like, they, they became such a crucial part to winning and they were not really even in it. No, they were plot devices. When, when yeah. it's revealed sense. that... I yeah. liked them as kids. I thought there was an interesting dynamic going yeah. on there, yeah. Doesn't one of them die in the book? Yeah, Daito dies. adds motivation with some. Thank God they didn't kill this random Chinese character. <laughs> I <laughs> oh, they break into his apartment and throw him off his balcony. Watchman style? Yeah. 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 That would be cool if Watchman, yeah. actually, in the real world. But um, I, I do think that the characters all were kind of like racial stereotypes. I think the, like the kid... I, I've been noticing more and more... I watched Pacific Rim 2. Um, I saw recently there's a trailer out for this new Jason Statham movie where it's like underwater and it's like a giant shark. A shark movie, yeah. Yeah, called Meg, Meg I think. Yeah. Huh. Right? I've been noticing more and more films. I, I know that this movie didn't do it because the characters are written in the book, but more and more movies are like catering for half American, half Chinese, Chinese. audiences. So, so yeah, I, I know everything about Pacific Rim Two. Don't you worry. So Pacific Rim Two is a Chinese film. It's not an American <laughs> film. Uh, they kill off the Japanese character. Um, uh, half, almost halfway. Yeah. So they don't they don't GI Joe it, but they definitely kill the Japanese character who's not on the poster either. By the way. Um, and in place, there's a there's a Chinese character, and that's okay. That's okay. That's that's happened before. Um, China did a little goofy thing uh, previously with John Boyega in the Force Awakens poster for uh, the international uh, Chinese Force Awakens poster. John Boyega um, is a marketable of, face is, in China. He's 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 not. Um, he he's was not. he's a lead character in Force Awakens. Uh-huh. Obviously, mm. they put him in the little corner. Wow. In the yeah. Chinese poster, uh, I'll wow. let you guess why. And um, it's I think that's pretty funny. I don't know what the I think well, the, who's the man, huh? Was it a uh, Ray? Yeah, Ray was like well in the, the in the in all the other posters. It's, <laughs> no, it's Harrison it, Ford. It, it's, <laughs> it's, it's Ray. Harrison um, Ford test great. I think Ray, Harrison Ford and Chewbacca they moved up pretty forward, and they moved him okay. way like the back right. His, his oh man, he's he is really small. So, so, oh, the, so the, 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 poster, yeah, the poster it looks like, it looks like John Boyega is part of Han Solo's shirt. So in the American poster, <laughs> yeah, he's really. Scared. It looks like more like BBA is holding the lightsaber. BBA than, is uh, bigger okay. than John Boyega. BBA Jeez. is the biggest thing on the. On the <laughs> no, it's not. He's not. Uh, so yeah, so, so yeah, Chinese the China uh, <laughs> whatever <laughs> runs the American movie market, and that was bound to happen. So. Um, I may, regardless of well, my feelings on it, which, which aren't happy, yeah, exactly, big budget. Um, regardless of my feelings on it, it, that is, it won't be the complete future because that's impossible, but it's just, you're just going to see a lot more of that, and we have to see a lot more of that, because China funded nearly about 40 to 60%, I don't know which one, that's, it's very different depending on it, but yeah. it was either 40 to 60% of the funding yeah. for Pacific Rim 2, because it wasn't getting enough funding, because it didn't make a lot of money here in the U.S., but it made a lot of money. Oh. Well, that's another reason they made towards China is because they have such a massive movie market for actually movies like Pacific Rim. Yeah, the Pacific Rim International poster is just the Jaeger. Well, I just saw like I, characters. No, not I, the, the, I, I did. I did see that. The John Boyega was on in the not the 
all, of course, smaller than Pacific Rim, but he was more uh, than the, 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 Congratulations. Yeah, he, he was more they, than they moved him up. They they I, they promoted him. The problem I I have with that, like that's that's fine to cater to, to wider audiences, yeah. yeah. But the, the it just felt very superficial in this movie in, in Ready Player One because the, like yeah, the, I guess that's why they threw in these like are these characters in the book? Oh yeah, yeah okay, yeah. 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 But, but at least. It seemed like they were just—they were just kind of throwing them in, and, and they're not even like well-developed characters. And then that's what frustrated me the most is that it was just—it was just kind of like throwaway character. I think, and, and, and I don't know. I think I they wanted to have cool characters. They wanted like the, yeah. the samurai, samurai, and ninja, uh-huh. the big ogre, and the, the age storyline was going to happen regardless because that was happening in the book, yeah. being like a. Like a a big black woman instead of uh, like his little his little white friend he probably assumed that he yeah. was and that was what about to happen I think that was I don't think there was anything really personal in the film about that I think they yeah. just wanted uh, cool characters cool looking characters mm-hmm. and that just kind of happens that they didn't have enough time I, I don't think it just kind of happened I think they were glad it happened <laughs> yeah. but because I'm I'm seeing it more of a trend I'm not I'm not I I completely agree with like wider audiences like you know you put all all types of races get get it out onto the forefront. Have people have heroes of all races for people like I. It sucks that some people don't have you know their hero in their color. Oh, sorry, their skin. Color. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, to put it in a weird way. Sorry, but yeah. They, I mean, having like uh, heroes like Miles Morales, who's you know black uh, as Spider Man. That's awesome because you know that's just another uh, hero that that now a, a black child can have. Um, yeah. But but one thing I'm noticing that's weird is I'm saying there's half white than half Asian in movies, which I saw in Meg, which is Meg the the, the Robert sh- Rodriguez the shark, the shark movie with Jason Statham. I don't oh. know if Robert Rodriguez. Are, are, what's the that's, 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 in Pacific Rim? Yeah. I know it's the same thing. Okay. Um, so with the, we'll get back to where you play one big word, but the Meg. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know much about that. I didn't see the trailer. I just saw. Them advertising him like, oh, I don't want to watch. That. I think Jason yeah. Statham's married, married to an Asian woman, and they have an Asian child together. I'm not sure if that's what I got from the trailer. Awesome. Even yeah, sure. even in, in Ready the Player Will. One, though, Daito and Shoto are pretty. It's pretty racist. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty stereotyped. Are they? Yeah. I guess oh, I, I, don't, I can see. I can well, see. he's a ninja and a samurai. Yeah. I mean, come on, I it's know, no better. It's who wouldn't want to be a ninja and a samurai? That would be so. I don't think I don't think ninjas are cool anymore. I thought ninjas were cool when I was three years old, like when I turned four. But samurais and I'm out of my own. I think face. it goes to though. So I understand it in this world because it goes to showing like the, the scale of this oasis. This is connecting yeah. people so far apart from each other. I think they could have been more human characters that weren't were just so much like archetypes and like so much just kind of flat and, and lack yeah. of depth. The thing is, there were signs of depth there. There was like there was there was little things. These were. At least H was a unique character, I think, and there was stuff underneath there mm. that was interesting, and it just didn't go into, which I really wish it would have. Because when I just I, I think I, I, this is one thing I think uh, when I'm thinking about movies, you want it to, but then sometimes you don't want it to when it happens. I well, yeah, imagine, that's the trick. Imagine that's the movie the does that, yeah. and you're like, then then you're sitting there, and you're like, why is it focusing on H? When I kind of did get that from like, it's like when they're like, uh, if a person's dressed in a mental institute, or uh, what's it called, one of these like those jackets, straight jackets. a straight jacket, right? You don't have to explain they're crazy. You can assume. You can yeah. assume. They're crazy. And it's almost more. It's almost better too. Sometimes I think the problem for me with this one is that they weren't doing that with the main. Usually it's the main character. You will go into that, and that's interesting, and that, that feeds your brain, and then 
And then with these side characters, as long as they're interesting and they have something set up, you can feed it. And depending on the themes that the main character's dealing with, you can get what the side characters are. They didn't do that with the main character, and then they didn't do it with the side characters. And I just didn't know who to like attach to. I they didn't know they did it with. Like, they tried to do with a lot of characters, yeah. and they spread themselves uh, uh, too thin. So um, we're gonna go for a, well, a quick break. Uh, I'm not too sure if we're gonna go back to Ready Player One after this break and continue it, or if we're gonna move on to a different subject. But if it is the case, then we're gonna say a quick bye. Uh, just really fast. Uh, good talking to you, everybody. It's Crosby. Good talking to you. This is Taylor. Goodbye, hello. Okay, goodbye. It's Tommy. Good talking to you. This is Connor Redman Uh, bad talking to you. This is Aaron <laughs> Beckham.